welcome to Breaking Autopilot, a conversational podcast about me breaking my own autopilot and recognizing where I am through this journey. Um, I invite you to join me and think about your journey. Always feel free to share. Um, most of you are personal friends and have the ability to share and we cross our paths and if we don't, we'll find a way. Um, so I went to training for yoga and it was introspection is what it was called. So it was two days worth of um, looking at what's going on inside you, looking at yourself and tied it to our chakras. And these are seven energy centers that are attached to our spinal cord and each of those energy centers is responsible for some of our life balances. And so um, I want to talk about the root chakra today because that's the one that I'm focusing on. And when I thought um, that you have it all together, but when you break it down and you spend two days reflecting, you realize that there's some things that you've done on autopilot, some things that maybe you really didn't think about. So in that root chakra, it's the base. It's right there at the very base of our spine. And it's responsible for security, our basic needs. And it's um, stone is a red, deep color, like a ruby or a garnet. And for me, that is my mom. Um, she's born in July, so that ruby signifies uh, my mom and root and strength, which is where I got most of mine. And the opposite of that security, the opposite demon for the root chakra is fear. Now, generally, I don't think that I fear much, that I feel pretty confident in my surroundings and where I am. But as I read more about what the questions were that prompted you in fear, then it made me start to think a little bit about that. What was I afraid of? When those responses didn't come quickly, um, was I afraid of losing my job? Was I afraid of changing jobs? Was I afraid of the stability of my home and being a provider? Um, were my basic needs being met? Did I feel loved? Was I grounded? If you'd asked me before that class, I'd absolutely said, sure I am. More grounded now than I've ever been. Coming back to who I am after a divorce, looking at the parts of your life where there's just joy and no expectation. Um, kind of like when you're a teenager and they said, does your personality really shine through when you're a teenager? Can you really tell that? I feel like you can because if you're lucky enough to get to explore as a teenager and you get joy and to be a kid, but you're gaining that independence, then you're making decisions for yourself. And as we go into our adult lives, sometimes those decisions that we think we're making ourselves really are made by other people or what we perceive other people expect of us. And that's where that breaking autopilot comes in for 20 years, what they expect of us. What I'm also realizing is that's 
me chasing goals that I forgot how to do things without for just for the sake of doing them. No goal, no perfection that keeps striving to reach. And why do I reach for perfection? Why do we feel like that's important as adults to reach perfection? What are we proving? And who are we proving it to? So I started to ask that question. And instead of bringing it to just extreme joy, it's bringing me to decision points. And sometimes decision points are uncomfortable because the fear is the unknown. So with a fear is unknown, how do we get away from that fear? So if you look back at every risk we've taken, small or large, changing jobs, even within a, the confines of still, for me, a large employers of state government, I still didn't ever really feel fear. Seeking perfection, but seeking contentment. I have to allow myself to be loved, a basic need, to trust, and to trust others. Seems easy enough, and said in words, definitely easy enough. But what is it that when you sit in the uncomfortable, that is that feeling? What is that uneasiness, that irritableness, that want to make you jump out of your body and just scream to let it all go? And I'm going to feel like that's expectations. To let those expectations go. To not be the perfect wife. To not be the perfect mom. To not be the perfect daughter. To not be someone else's expectation. But at the same time, respect each of those roles. Appreciate each of those roles, but establish boundaries in those roles. And as moms, we provide, we love, we teach, we care, and we comfort. But we also have to have the ability to teach them independence and back away so that they can be their own person, that we don't project those expectations on them. And that's hard because we want the best for them. But if we don't let them fail, and we don't accept that failure is not failure, failure 
is risk. And risk is okay. How many times did Lincoln run for offices and not win? How many times before the light bulb was invented, before those experiments failed? How many times are we reminded that perseverance can pay off and what a world is changed by that perseverance? So what is in our roots that make us have perseverance? And that opens the other energy centers so that we can fuel our passions. So failure is not failure. Failure is positive, and as a society, we've turned it negative. For myself, marriages and divorce feel like failure. Having my kids have to go between places feels like failure. And we can leave it there, and I can always feel deficient in that area. Or we can see it as adaptability as growth because what I didn't want for my kids was to see an unhealthy relationship and think that that's what they had to accept I want better for them so I want them to be able to see healthy relationships and I don't mean get out of one if you don't try but if it doesn't work sometimes you have to go but I want them to see companionship and appreciation Maybe someday I'll find that. But if they don't see me miserable or holding back myself, then they won't expect to hold their self back. Because these emotions we have in our body can be excessive. Excessive to an extreme or excessive in a depletion. And we have to find a balance. And we have to be okay where we are. We have to trust that our basic needs will be met, that there is a God and a provider. We have to touch the earth, the most natural thing of existence, putting our feet in the grass, and maybe that's why I like to put my feet in the grass so much, put my feet in the sand and in water. It's because in the end, no material thing goes with me. Even though... I have a strong attachment to material things and I feel like I'm also battling that attachment to things. We talked about that in a previous one. A monkey can put her hand through a cage and be trapped because they're reaching for the banana inside the cage and the cage was never locked because they're attached to things. So I did clear out a little small section that was covering a window at the house and I feel like that was symbolizing that it's covering up something that you can see out or you can see in and I've heard some stuff that just didn't need to have anymore some of it was just basically recycling some of it was sorting through things just as simple as paint what's good and what's not paint that I've had since my first marriage 20 years ago holding on to things because they feel like they have some value. Looking at things that my mom had and thinking I need to keep everything that she had. That's not true. And being able to say I have some special pieces and the rest can go on to something else. Because it feels weighty. When you hold on to things and you attach 
to things, you become weighted down from that, that responsibility of holding on to something. You become overwhelmed with the thought of going through things. Why is it when people pass away, you get something very personal to them that you can't even open it up for the years? You can't even give it away for years because it's so hard to detach that that was one day worn by them or held in their hands. And you want that sense of feeling. Heck, I've wrapped myself in clothes from people that feel closer to them. I close my eyes. needs met? Am I content? Am I striving for perfection that will never be obtained? Am I fearful of something? Am I so fearful that it holds me back from living? That it holds my children back from living? That it clutters my space and I'm too attached to something? That I've cluttered my space and no free flow can come through it, that there's no room for anything else or anyone else? Have I blocked my space for fear that someone else might come in? You ever think about that? A chair placed backwards with the chair back facing the door is automatically when someone walks into that door, that chair back is a symbol for them to stop. Maybe they enter, or maybe they felt like they shouldn't enter. Doorways blocked, so you can't go in. Doorways you can't close. I do believe that there's some meaning to the way that we put the things around us. Maybe that's my piles. I keep piling up a stack of something that I'm going to go through later, and I'll move it over and going to go through it later, and maybe it's time to go through it. How do I do that? How do I get to a place of contentment? Prayer. Silence. Listening. Walking on the grass. Listening to the wind through these trees, especially fall time, seeing those leaves fall. We're in a season of change. It's a perfect time to allow ourselves to change, to open up that energy center, to stretch and to move, extend our limbs down into the earth, extend them to the sky, reach just like we're a big superhero that's reaching up, Captain America, Wonder Woman, whatever it is that you want to be. Because in each of us is still that imagination, that sense of wonder, that sense of any decision I make will come out okay. There will be a way, there will be a will, and I will be provided for.
So as I sit today outside in a moment in a beautiful place, I can see mistletoe in the trees and I start to think of the season and Christmas as it comes, Thanksgiving and family. I hope this season is joyful for you and for those that are missing people that are not going to be there this year. That one day that you'll remember that you can be with them. And that's hopeful. And I never want to give up that hope. So root chakra. Energy center, base. Basic needs in existence. Not into chakras, Maslow's theories of needs. And basic needs be met. Are yours? Go out and fly. God bless.